0: Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Coogee Voice. Today we're talking with Kurt and Tom from Move for Men. Move for Men is a grassroots project aimed to support men's health and wellbeing via walking groups and community-based events. In today's episode, we talk about the importance of breaking down the stigma of talking about mental health, how the lockdown is impacting people and how the Olympics has brought people together while in isolation. You're listening to Coogee Voice.
1: That was a pretty hard time for us and uh, a few of us got together during that time and we used to catch up and just go for a little walk um, in the mornings and then, you know, a little light bulb moment and and, and I thought, well, this is really helping us. Why wouldn't we just open up to the community and see if we can uh, do something here and and make sure that our friend's death isn't in vain and that we can do something to help others.
2: When I talk about it and I sort of express my emotions in the way that I'm feeling, especially when I've had some hard times in, in previously and I just really just let it all out, it's just it's almost like a weight off your shoulders.
0: Tom and Kurt, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today?
1: Really really well. Thank thanks. you for having <laughs> us. Good timing.
0: <laughs> yeah it is an absolute pleasure now before we get into talking about move for men what do you guys love most about the eastern suburbs
1: everything look I, I grew up here um and have spent my whole childhood in Clovelly, and it's just such an awesome place to grow up down by the beach um nice community. Got a good little footy team, got all the sports you need, great schools. Um, And just a really nice vibe now that we're a bit older now and uh, living on our lives. There's an awesome, awesome community down here. I mean, I I love it. I I don't think I'll be going anywhere anytime soon. What about you, Curtie?
2: Yeah, well, actually, I don't actually live in the eastern suburbs. I live in Kerala at the moment. But I grew up a bit around the eastern suburbs. Like I never I lived in Rubur a little bit when I was younger. Um, but I did nippers in Bronte. Um and all my friends lived over in the eastern suburbs. So I've spent so much time over there. And yeah, I love I love being in the eastern suburbs. Like my friends and family are over there and um the beaches are beautiful. There's always such a good atmosphere, such a good vibe. Everyone's always so happy. And I just I just like like think it's such a good place to be around all the time.
0: If there was anything you could change, what would it be?
2: I, I got that. The only thing I would change is the can't get a park at the beach in the middle of summer. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of at the top of my head.
0: Single biggest complaint that I get is always about traffic and parking. Now, guys, Move for Men is a grassroots project aimed at supporting men's health and well-being via a walking group and community-based events. How did you guys start?
1: We started through the unfortunate events of one of our really close mates. Um, He took his life in uh, 2019, late 2019, which really rocked us and our our community. So that was a pretty hard time for us and uh, a few of us got together during that time and we used to catch up and just go for a little walk um, in the mornings and then, you know, a little light bulb moment and clicked and, and I thought well it, this is really helping us but why wouldn't we just open up to the community and see if we can uh, do something here and and make sure that our friend's death isn't in vain and that we can do something to help others so we got together and um, so it's me Kurt my girlfriend guy John Luke and Will we're all best mates we grew up together and I just sat down and, and I said look I'd just want to make sure that we can do whatever we can so this doesn't happen to us again and doesn't happen to any of our mates so that's kind of how it started and really we just want to create a nice community for everyone to be open and and share their experiences no matter how old who you are what you do for a living we don't care we just want to make sure that everyone's welcome
0: do you find that there is broadly a stigma around talking about mental health and emotions particularly for men
2: uh, I think it's getting a lot better to be honest I think it's getting a, a heaps better like by leaps and bounds I think there is still a stigma but it is it is getting better and it, it, look at it as a as a uh, male myself I like it sometimes it is hard to open up to other males about how you're feeling or about what you're going through. look I, and and especially from our previous experiences, I've been in professional sporting environments where there's always people who are obviously a lot of alpha males, a lot of testosterone around, and look, it's probably not not that it won't be accepted. I hundred percent would be accepted, and I think especially in sporting environments now, it's such a open sort of playing field where people can like communicate with each other but I think just internally it's hard for males to really vocalize how they're feeling maybe just because of the history of there being a stigma that males shouldn't like I guess vent or have any sort of have those sorts of feelings but I think it's just more internally because the broader community a majority of the broader community are pretty accepting of it now I think and are becoming more accepting. and there's and the only thing that we can do is just keep progressing, keep pushing forward and keep really like making a making a statement that mental health and especially mental health around men is a is a really uh, it's, it's a bad thing. like it's not not a bad thing, but it's a good thing to really open up about it and um, bring to the forefront, I guess.
0: This might seem like a pretty stupid or straightforward question, but very basically, why is it important that we break down the stigma of talking about mental health, particularly with men and with young people?
1: It's extremely important because there's, you know, like Kurt was saying, there is a stigma and, and we we're saying that it's getting, you know, knocked down and, and that's our job to make sure that we continue doing that. But but mentality of big boys don't cry is still pretty prevalent, um, unfortunately. I mean. For me, I cry all the time like I'll watch the Olympics and see someone win a gold medal and i'll I'll cry you know like i I can't help myself, but I never used to be like that, and you know it's it's just becoming more of my life, so if you don't practice you know breaking down the stigma, then that's where the the problem becomes and and you know that's what we don't want to happen. we want to make sure that. Everyone that we can communicate with is happy to, to have that mentality where they they're happy to be a bit vulnerable. Um, a lot of people are very uncomfortable being vulnerable and, and speaking their mind. Um, no matter what you do, you know, you could be in the workforce and be very uncomfortable. So it sometimes that carries over, your personal experience carries over in some of those environments. And it's just about training. It's like a professional athlete. You have to train to break it down. Um, that's not gonna happen overnight. And, you know, we've we're a grassroots organization and, and we've seen some some pretty big growth for our small you know, little um organization, but it's still very minuscule and and we're hoping that we can expand that more. But yeah, I mean
2: Expanding on that, Tom, it's a good point that Tom makes, especially being vulnerable and men being able to express themselves. Because, me personally, if I, as soon as I'm a very much a big sharer, if I've got any sort of issues and I've got any sort of problems, and probably Tom can account to this, if I've got things bugging me, I just make myself completely vulnerable. I just, and I just put it all on him. Maybe it's not fair that I put it on him, but when I talk about it and I, sort of express my emotions in the way that I'm feeling, especially when I've had some hard times in in previously and I just really like just let it all out. It's just, it's almost like a weight off your shoulders. And I think that's a big important thing to take away from what Tom's saying there. If you don't express express yourself, it's just it compounds, it compounds, it compounds and it compounds. And it just gets to the point where that's when it's unbearable. It might not be the first time something goes wrong, might not be the second time. But if you can learn to just, be vulnerable, express yourself, and then um, I reckon it makes all the difference.
0: COVID and the lockdown has had a pretty significant impact on our community across communities all across New South Wales and Australia. Have you noticed any changes in the topics that people want to talk about when you're going on your walks?
1: It's just in the forefront of everyone's mind. That's a lot of the time that's all we're talking about. Um, you know, the other morning, um, we, we were talking and, and one of the guys I saw, oh, how is it affecting your work? And then I said, oh, well, I'm okay. You know, it hasn't affected me too much. I'm quite lucky actually. But then my brother turned around and, and said, it's been absolutely terrible because, you know, he's in the property management business and he's trying to chase up poor people that aren't able to pay rent, you know, and, and then, he feels like the bad guy and then that that weighs on his mind you know it's just that's just a simple example and I'm sure that there's so many people going through the same situation so there's there's a lot of aspects to this whole COVID situation that probably a lot of people aren't really too open to or, or don't really understand what is actually happening and how much pressure they're putting themselves under just due to simple situations like oh I need to chase someone up to pay the rent and I don't want to be that bad guy given that everyone's going through a tough time so you know there's little examples like that but I mean you know we're we're pretty lucky that we have a good group and we've created a good group but it's been pretty hard for us because the past couple weeks we haven't been able to catch up and do our usual walks so we've been we've got our whatsapp group chat and but other than that, you know, it's it's been extremely difficult for all of us to try and – it's pretty hard to try and communicate with everyone, you know, every day. Everyone still has to live their life. Yeah, it's been a bit of a tough learning curve for us, I guess. Cody, you got anything there?
2: Yeah, look, I, I agree with that, so, the saying that it puts enormous amounts of stress on people, especially um, business owners, um, people are losing their jobs and and all that sort of stuff. It's awful. But the biggest thing I'm finding from this lockdown, as opposed to previous lockdowns, I think it's, and I think it's good that the New South Wales government has allowed it. They've they've kept every. You're allowed to go for walks. You're allowed to still go for a swim down at the beach. You're allowed to still still have these sorts of vices that um, help you with your mental health. Um, Previously, when they locked everything down, and it was he couldn't even you couldn't go to the park they couldn't go to the beach, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do this, and people locked inside. I think that really that that people couldn't i guess go out there and have any sort of any sort of relief from what the the four walls of their house. so I think what tom's saying yes it's it's awful what's going on, and it's just and as as he said we're me and tom personally extremely lucky, but I think this time around, I think it's awesome that we are still able to go for a swim go and be out be outside and if they take that away well I think that'll go down further but it's good to see that a lot of people are making the most out of that and exercising which is extremely good for your mental health too.
0: One of your objectives is to make an impact on mental health research and support services through funding from fundraising events and sales of merchandise. Can you tell us a little bit about your past events? Current events, upcoming events, what have you got planned?
1: We've been able to fundraise quite a bit just through our merchandise um, sales, so, which has been great, and the support's been awesome, actually. So we're pretty happy with that, and we've, we've got some more coming through, some more gear. But, um, you know, one of our major fundraisers per year is for November, and and we were able to raise $12,000 last year, which is pretty good for, I think there was about eight of us in the group. Um so this year we want to try and raise or double that even more and probably raise twenty-five thousand. So um hopefully we can do that and, and we have a good time doing that and um, you know for me it's pretty easy, but for Kurt it can be a bit <laughs> challenge. I've um, been growing this for four weeks and it's got nothing. <laughs> so we do we do stuff like that and, and really, you know, our our whole ethos is about getting the community engaged. So all of our events and it's been extremely hard to organize any but we we want to organize some community events and meet the team and meet the group stuff so we're just going to organize some hopefully we can do some this coming summer and then you know events like joining the um city to surf to do a, uh, a group to raise money there and then um eventually we'll be able to Hopefully, organise our big luncheon, um, Danes Day, which will be—we're um, pretty excited about. But keep your ears posted because we, we don't know what's going on at the moment. But um, we should have some pretty cool stuff organised for that.
2: It's been hard with COVID, and it's—and that's why we've haven't tried to sort of. Victimise ourselves, and be like oh COVID, we can't do it. We really tried to be pretty fluid with the situation and come up with different strategies and different ideas. But it's sort, of it's sort of when we get two steps forward, it's three steps back. We sort of get in the planning stage of planning an event like Danes Day with a big luncheon, or we even try to organise like a. We tried to organise a Lawn Bowls Day and have like a bit of an event and music and all that sort of stuff and raise money that way. But it was almost like it was when we got the planning and we thought we were going to go ahead with it, another lockdown kicked in and then we tried something else, another lockdown kicked in. But we've we've had some pretty good events so far, which have been, we had an Oztag Day, which raised a bit of money and we've had some big group walks. So we have been able to get some on, but it's definitely, um, we're definitely super excited to what's to come, especially once these lockdowns are done and um, we can really get, move for men in the full swing of things.
0: Now, guys, before I let you go, there are three questions we ask all of our guests that come onto Coogee Voice. You must declare the best beach in the eastern suburbs, where you can get the best burger, and where sells the best coffee. Tom, you're going first.
2: Uh, it's an easy one for
1: Tommy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is super easy. My uh, Valley is obviously the best beach, which is pretty understandable. The best burger would have to be out of the blue, for sure. But I get the beef burger there, which is a bit controversial because I know they're pretty uh, famous for their chicken burger, but for some reason I prefer the beef. And then the best coffee, we head down to the Cloverley Social House quite often, opposite the Cloverley Hotel there, which has been actually pretty good support for us then. And we usually try and end it most of our walks there on Wednesday mornings. and. Um, if we have a little social walk on the weekend. So that's probably it for me.
2: Okay. Best beach, I think. I like Clavelli, but I think Bronte is probably my favorite. Out of the blue, I do like out of the blue, but out of the blue, I don't I just the the big lineup does just, just puts me off a little bit. So I think my favorite's actually little L's down in Coogee or Bondi. And then um yeah, the best copy probably uh, the social house. They they've been um, amazing for us and um, they've been big supporters of us, so I can't look past them, and the coffee's amazing too, so that's an easy one.
0: Guys, it's been a pleasure having you on Coogee Voice. If people would like to learn more about what you guys are doing, where should they head to?
1: Yeah, so jump on our Instagram. That's our main um, communication tool. So jump. It's just move for men um, on Instagram, and then back when we can, um, after this lockdown, we do our walk every Wednesday morning from 6 o'clock down at Valley leaving from Burroughs Park, and we'd love you to join us. We don't care who comes. Um, and then if you want to learn a bit more about us, we've got our website as well, moveformen.com. But, yeah, our Instagram probably the best one. Just send us a message if you want to come down or meet up. Thank you.
0: Guys, thanks for joining us on Coogee Voice.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you very much for having us.
0: What an inspiring pair they are. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Move for Men, you should check them out on Instagram at Move for Men. You've been listening to Coogee Voice.